It's Mock Draft Monday. We're going to go through a number of scenarios, and we're going to make some trades today. What could the Kansas City Chiefs get in trade in this draft and in the preparation for that they be able to make some good use of? We're going to get into that right now on Locked on Chiefs. From the land of the free and the home of the Chiefs, this is the Locked on Chiefs podcast. Welcome back to Locked on Chiefs, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. We are your daily show every day for the Kansas City Chiefs. Thanks for making us your first listen of the day. We'd appreciate it if you check out another Locked On show, maybe the Locked On NFL Draft, where you can hear me some more. Sorry about that. Uh, don't forget that we are free on every platform, including YouTube, where you can like, sub, and hit the bell right now. I'm your host, Ryan Tracy. Thanks for being with us. You can find me on Twitter, Ryan Tracy NFL, and over at Rogue Analytics and Performance Consulting. That's RogueAPC.com and RGR Football and the LO NFL Draft Show. There you go. And I'm Chris Clark. You can find me at Chris Clark NFL. You can generally also find me at Locked on Chiefs on Twitter because I'm usually the one that's tweeting. If something is misspelled, it's Ryan, so blame him. And you can also find me at Chiefs Corner. Uh, new website I started going to be a Substack. Uh, go sign up for that uh, on Substack. It's Chiefs Corner. It's also got a Twitter handle. Uh, check that out. We are brought to you today by Bet Online. Our pals over there, they have you covered for this season for odds, lods. Uh, lines that was the word I was trying to say, and everything that you need for March Madness, yeah, yeah, get ready for that. It's where the game starts. Uh, I am excited because this is our first foray into trades. We are going to take a look at what the Chiefs might be looking for in terms of trade value as they work through this mock. Uh, we're probably not going to go all seven rounds, but we're going to see how far we can get today. So, for us, Chris, is there anything over the top? Like, are you looking for a specific tier? And I assume you're well, maybe let's start there. Should the Chiefs trade up or should they trade back? I hate saying this, but it always depends on how the draft falls. Uh, I mean, if Fair. you have a player that you absolutely love, you go trade up and you get him. Uh, I think that that is the way that it goes every single year. And I don't, I don't think this year should be any difference. Uh, you know, they have some difference makers and they have some positions that they need difference makers in. If there's a guy that you absolutely love, I don't care. And I know I'll be out on limb on my own probably on this one. If they have a guy that they absolutely love as another wide receiver for this offense, I don't care if you go trade a third-round pick to go get him. I know other people might care about that, but to me, my problem when watching this offense this year is they just didn't have enough weapons that were mm -hmm. consistent. And if you can add another weapon that is going to be consistent, because forgive me, Travis Kelsey's not getting any younger. Yes, he's still playing fantastic, but you're going to have to – start figuring out another weapon other than Tyree Hill and Travis. Yeah, and that's a fair point. All right, so we're not going to be concerned right now about up or down. We'll see how the board falls. I'm guessing we're going to get a trade offer before we get to pick 30, but let's see how it starts. We're going to kick this thing off, folks, and if you would like to follow along, you can see this mock draft take its shape uh, over on the YouTube channel if you happen to be listening on audio. We're still free on every platform, so it's worth your time to check out. Um, first trade offer that we have, is from the Cleveland Browns, and they are sitting at 13, and they want out, and they would like to move back to 30, but they want us to add not only the second-round pick at 62, but they want us to throw in the 133 from the fourth round as well. I think that's that's ridiculous value. I have no interest in that trade. Do you? Uh, I would like to consult the draft chart, but I'm going to say no for this simulation because I don't think that's a horrible trade when you're thinking 20 places in the first round. Well, evidently, by taking a look at the draft board, they moved on from us. They didn't like the fact that we wanted to check who was available. So, 
they took their selection and they went Kenny Pickett, the quarterback. I find that very interesting in this scenario because you'd like to see them stay on and take a chance on where Mayfield's at. We'll see what happens. So we get to pick 30. Now the Chiefs are on the clock and we have multiple offers come in. This is where it gets very interesting. Um, and I think we're going to counter offer and maybe that will let us take a look at it because the first offer comes from, who is it? The Texans. The Texans. You're going to have to tell me what it says because I can't read it. Fair enough. They want us to move from 30 back to number 80. And they will give us a seventh-round pick this year and the second-round pick for them next year, which should be 33, <laughs> as yeah, far as I can tell. I would decline that. That's yeah, way ab- too far back. Absolutely. I agree with you. Um, the second offer, a bit more interesting. Um, the Bears would like to move up from 39. So this is a team coming into the back portion of the first round, presumably to either get a quarterback or get a fifth-year option or both. The quarterback, obviously, is not going to be for the Chicago Bears, but Ryan Poles is a guy who's been in this building and can work with the Chiefs and could maybe get a deal done. Uh, they're offering to throw in a fifth-round pick at 147. That is not a whole lot of value, but let's open up the counteroffer possibilities. Maybe that will also let us see uh, where how the board has fallen. And so what we saw is that a couple of the edges that Chiefs might have been interested, the two power guys in Karloftis and Walker, they went off the board in this scenario at 23 and 24. Um, the zone-oriented but honestly pliable Trent McDuffie, who's a corner from Washington, he went off the board to the Bucks just a couple picks ahead of the Chiefs. And Nicobe Dean and Devin Lloyd, the two top linebackers, are both also off the board. Uh, the last in Dean just immediately before the Chiefs selected at 29. So let's see, wide receivers – uh, Garrett Wilson is gone. Booth and Gardner were both gone early. The corners, Stingley as well. Um, so it looks say, like there are options. Yeah, I will say I'm a little disappointed because I would think that somebody would be trading up for the QB at Matt Corral. I would and think so as well. That's not going to be the Bears. But uh, I would not take that trade, honestly. I, I, I know this is a trade scenario situation, but I would not take that trade. Uh, moving back, what was it, a fifth-round pick or a fourth-round pick? I believe so. Let's take a look at it. Yes, they were offering the Chiefs the 39. Uh, so a move back of eight places plus a fifth at 147. Because that's all they have. Right. Now, they do have a third. You could try to counter that and see if you can get them to budge. You might have to throw in a seventh, but that probably would not do the deal. Um, so, And quite frankly, when I look at the list of players that are available here, yes, Corral would be the reason somebody comes up. But there's also Roger McCrary, uh, who's got a first-round grade by a lot of people. Um, there are some that are also scared off by his lack of length. Uh, there's Cameron Thomas, who is a big, powerful edge, squarely in the Spags genre, I think, uh, out of San Diego State. Um, in fact, I think I just mocked him over on RGR to the Chiefs here a bit ago. Daxon Hill and uh, Jaquan Brisker. Uh, I have Hill higher, as does uh, this machine. Uh, so there's safety there. And there's Jahan Dotson and Drake London. We've seen them both before. David Bell is in here. Uh, a lot of options, a lot of ways that the Chiefs could go in just keeping their selection. To me, I'd take Cameron Thomas. Okay. Done deal. Cameron Thomas to the Chiefs. I think what we're going to deal with after this is we'll get into the second round. I expect we'll get more trade offers. We'll see what happens. But we got to tell you about some of our friends. 
And we do have to tell you about our friends over at Built Bar because they are absolutely awesome. If you have not tried their Built, the Built Bars yet, you absolutely need to. So many good flavors. Have you tried the Puffs? If you haven't, you're missing out on one of the best tasting Built Bars that is out there. Puffs are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy. They're marshmallowy. They're not just a protein bar. They're a treat, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. All low-calorie, high-protein. Replace your candy bar with these. They are better. A typical candy bar can can be anywhere between two to 300 calories. Most Built Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 grams of net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which usually has 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. At Bilt Bar, they're all about the taste. They make it taste delicious first, then figure out how to make it healthy. And I don't know how, but they pull it off every single time. So many flavors that I really love. Go to Bilt.com and use promo code LOCK15. You'll get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Bilt.com. Okay, we'd also like you to check out the Locked On NFL show, Chiefs fans, because they are on YouTube as well. You can find them, and I'll even put a link into the description so you can find it a little bit more easily. Now, as we stand, the Chiefs have made a selection. Cameron Thomas, the edge from San Diego State. And we're proceeding through the second round when up at 47, old friend Chris Ballard is on the clock with the Indianapolis Colts. And he has an offer that I think we'll take a look at because he is offering the Chiefs number 47 which is a, a move up of 15 spots uh, in the second round, but he is requesting one of the thirds. Um, in this scenario, I think he's requesting the 102nd, which is the Ryan Poles um, GM hiring compensation pick. I don't know that that's supposed to be tradable. We haven't heard 100% certainty on that, but we'll just say that it is for this scenario. Because the Tory picks generally are tradable no matter what they get them for, so it should be uh, something they could trade. Fair enough. So at that point, it's that looks a little bit steep to me, but we'll come back. Let's take a look at how this this board has fallen. Since we last selected, we've seen uh, the wide receivers we spoke about in Dotson and Drake London go off the board. Uh, we saw offensive tackle uh, Falele and uh, Petit Ferrer go off the board. Uh, as well as Ryman um, from Central Michigan. So like that second tier of Offensive tackle is now gone. Let me see if there's any of those guys left. And again, the only reason we bring up offensive tackles, folks, is because there is a depth issue at this point because we don't know about the injury with Lucas Niang. Or just as a you know break glass, you need a swing tackle. I think Wiley's uh, well, done a memorable job. Yeah, oh, yeah, and he's a free agent, so exactly. you would assume he's going to be back. But uh, he's not a guy that can be a swing tackle. You're not going to want him playing left. So right. That's that's exactly my concern. So the options there have kind of thinned out on the offensive side of the ball. And so we take a look at, at who's here. To me, um, I think I don't want to move up. Not for that not. price. Not okay. for that price. I want to keep right. the, the four the four in the top hundred, basically. Um agreed. I don't see anybody here that is jumping out at me. I mean, you could go what was that? Uh scroll back up just a second. Uh Kingsley, is it Kingsley or now down just a little bit? There we go. Kingsley and Igbari and Igbari. So you could double up at edge, uh, but I'm not saying you should. I'm just saying that is where you could go. Mm -hmm. That is where I would be looking because that is definitely a position that they are going to need a lot of. But to me, I, I don't want to give up that extra third round pick. 
it's kind of where I'm at. Um, the two of, of the top five, I think, maybe top six safeties are still here. Jalen Petrie, who I think is probably a top three safety in this draft, is still on the board. He's a guy that could come in and replace a lot of the things that you asked Tyron Matthew to do. Um, the production isn't quite there. Lewis Sign is another guy at that safety position. So there's some value there, but you're not seeing Inigbari is, is a guy that may be there at 62 if they stay. Um, Kyer Elam is a, a corner right around that grade that I think would probably last to that point. <laughs> there's uh, a name on here that I really like, but I'm not going to go there right now. Arnold Ebiketti? No, nope. It's a wide receiver. Christian Watson? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, you're falling in love. I understand it. People all over the league are doing the very same thing. Yep. I think it's too early at 47 for any, uh, uh, for Christian Watson in particular, including Enigbare. No, oh, absolutely. Um, Kyrie Elam. So th- the only thing that we can go back to with this trade, again, with the Colts offering 47, I would need them to take the fourth, not the third. And if we're going to move up, for the Chiefs, and give up the fourth-round pick, is that something you're comfortable with? That's a whole round beyond. Yeah, it's more comfortable, but I still don't know that I really want to do it because, to me, I don't see the value in in trading up to go get a guy. There's nobody there that I want to go get. And that's what I wanted to point out. I don't see a target that is worth moving up 15 spaces and giving up a fourth-round pick for. Yep, that's where I am. So, okay. All right, then we are going to decline that and move on we'll let the indianapolis colts make their selection and see what they come up with it looks like they went elam as they were stuck in that position um now the chiefs are back on the clock at 62 and we have another trade offer this is from the washington football team and they would like to move up 10 no no i'm sorry that's wrong they would like to move up around and 10 spots um moving the chiefs back from uh, let's see, 62 to 73, and they would include a fourth and a seventh, but they would want a, a fourth in return. So basically flipping the Chiefs their fourth round picks and 62 for 73. So that's a move back of 10. You're gaining seventh. A, a seventh and basically moving your fourth round up, fourth round 20 up spots. most of the round. Yeah. Now, again, this will depend who's available. That's an interesting thing. That's basically a wholesale. They have somebody they want because they're offering three of their four remaining picks. Right. In this scenario. That's available. Let's take a look. Because Christian Watson just went off the board. Ah, yes, you're right. Josh Pascal went off. Petrie went off, as we discussed. Mechie went off recently. Sign went off as well. Um, Elam was the guy that they took. So what are we left with? Um, Inigbari is still there. Double dipping, I think, is a little bit too early for me right here. Um, Damon Clark is probably the next available linebacker on the board. I, I don't have Darian Beavers ranked above him. Uh, my Jay Sanders is another edge that I think is right in the right area here, uh, as is Drake Jackson. A um, couple of tight end prospects. I think that's a little bit early for them. But they could actually be here at 73. So to me, that almost makes me want to make that trade. Does it? Okay. Well, I mean, so, you have three or four guys that we're talking about that kind mm-hmm. of fit. would fit that mold. So, to me, I would I would accept that trade. Okay, so let let's let's see what we can bargain for, though. So they flip have... the seventh to sixth and see if they'll take it. Okay, in that scenario, that looks like that would work. And so we're still talking about the Chiefs moving back ten seconds into the third round, and then. 
acquiring uh, a 22 position jump yep. in their fourth round pick and an additional sixth. They basically be picking twice within three picks in the sixth round. Right. And that's a whole 30, no, 40 places up from before. So, yeah. I, you can try the sixth. I mean, that's, ooh. I like that. Does even that better. intrigue you? Do you? Okay. Well, let's yeah, try send and the that. offer and see what they say. So this is the Washington football team. We're going to try to make a deal here. And it looks wow. like it happened. So, you know, this is what negotiating does for you. And so in that time, and we have another offer on the table, and we'll be back again for a seventh. I'm not interested in that at all. Yep. Let's follow this one through. So what did they do? They went back. They went quarterback. QB. Carson Strong, the Washington football team, did. And we saw Enigbare go off the board, as did Drake Jackson. Uh, we saw Emerson go, a couple of the linebackers, uh, and Evacetti went off as well. So um, there's still a my Jay Sanders, who is another edge that is is available here. There is uh, Calvin Austin. I think he's he's an undersized. He's very interesting, but I don't think he can hold up when you already talk about McCole Hardman and Tyreek Hill on this this particular team. Sky Moore, I'm really interested to see what he measures in at. They list him at 5'10". He might be only 5'8". So I have trouble doing like all small guys if you're going to make it an investment at yep. the receiver position here. Agreed. That brings us to the remaining... Uh, Wandale Robbins is really interesting as well. That could be a fit. Uh, Muma is here at 73. Uh, if we wanted to go coverage-oriented linebacker, that's there. If we wanted like an outside linebacker, if the Chiefs, with the hiring of Joe Cullen, that could be really interesting. But let's mediate on this because I want to tell you about our friends over at Bet Online. They do a lot for you. And even though the football season has come to its conclusion, it doesn't mean that it's all over. There's plenty to go over. There's March Madness. There's all of the other leagues, including, well, someday they'll have baseball and you have UFC and all that. If you want to get in the action, Bet Online is the spot to be for all the latest odds totals, props, player performance, everything that you need to know in order to put your money to work. BetOnline remains the best spot for all of your scores, podcasts, and news this whole season and off-season. All those things are wrapped up into their new website, which you can visit and find out more about today, even on your mobile device. Check out all the trends and the actions. BetOnline, where the game starts. So does anything stand out to you here at 73 that you would like to do? This is the Chiefs' second selection. I mean, you could go multiple different directions. You could double up at edge. You could, uh, you know, you could look at linebacker because I, th I do think having three down, three linebackers that you can play uh, as down linebackers on a regular basis, as opposed to having go uh, smaller and go nickel, I think that could be something that would be very valuable on defense. Um, mm -hmm. So I could go, you know, a bunch of different ways. Is there are there any CBs or safeties that you see there in the? hunt here or do you think it's just linebacker or edge darian kendrick's the big name now he had an up and down season um more up than down but but a couple of flaws there at georgia but played for the national champs was able to i think adjust uh, we saw one of the guys that gave up uh, a lot of yards to james williams in the the sec championship game and before williams went out uh, we saw some adjustment i thought that he he made some progress during the season um I don't have Mario Goodrich this high. He's the next one on this board. 
Marcus Jones is, is a case study that I have not completed yet. Um, so the corner, the corner group, I think, is a little bit light here in terms of talent. Carinder is the only option if you wanted to be specific about that. But the best player on the board probably remains um, MyJ Sanders, which is a double up at the edge position. I don't know that you really could see that as a true scenario. Oh, I lied. Boye Mafe is the best player available on the board right now because I have him ranked above MyJ just by a smidge. Thank um, you. Yeah. I say double up at the edge. You want to double up? They need edge rush. They okay. need pass boy rush. Mafe. Uh, our boy Bio, and you can hear me and Grog talk about him over on the Locked On NFL Draft Show. Um, boy Mafe in this defense would be very interesting. You're getting very young at the edge rusher, very fast. Now, Chiefs are coming around. They are still at pick 94. And at 92, the Green Bay Packers would like to move back, swapping fourths, and they would like an additional seventh. Um, so that would have the Chiefs move from. They're basically uh, moving back what, six spots, six spots in the fourth and an in extra seventh. Um, I would consider doing that. What is the what's available? Is there anybody that the board has? Uh, Kate Odden, who is a mid-tier uh, tight end prospect. Uh, Dulcich is is very similar, I think, in grade to me. Although they play the game a different way uh, in terms. Of if you were looking to get a backup specific. Um, to Travis Kelsey. I like Jake Ferguson, obviously, um, honestly, the best of the three of them. But it's very simple for me right now. Chad Moom is on the board. Yep, take him. And he's, I was yep. thinking that. My, I was thinking that myself. Do take we want to execute that trade, or do we just want to wait? No, take the no trade the seventh because you're not going to more than likely Beach is going to be trading away sevenths. He's not going to be using them. Would be okay. my guess. Well, I'm going to squeeze the Green Bay Packers for a little bit more. Chiefs are actually going to move up in the fourth and we'll give you a seventh round pick at 248. We'll see if we can pull that off. And for those of you watching on YouTube, uh, the, you this is a tutorial on how to use this particular machine. You can check it out. Okay, yeah. so we got that done. Chiefs are on the clock. Take Muma and, and we move on. Muma becomes the Kansas City Chief. And after that, the Chiefs are next at 102. We let that run. No trade offers, and what did so we we're see? drafting. Correct. We saw Brandon Smith come off the board, the linebacker. We saw the wide receiver, Wondell Robinson, come off the board. We saw James Cook, the running back, uh, who is an interesting kind of home run hitter, come off the board. The slot receiver that I thought might be here is Kyle Phillips. He went one pick before the Chiefs select. Um, a guy that gets very loose in kind of a uh, change of direction, quick like um, Edelman type of way. Um, from the the couple of games that I've seen, I need to watch a lot more film on him. But he's really, really quick, and I think that's going to be something in the league that that not only earns yards but earns him dollars as well. Um, so, so at this me, point, to me, it's either a wide receiver or a corner. And do either? Uh, I don't see a whole lot of talent at corner right here. Um, the way this is falling, there's like 17 edges they could go. Uh, the best corner on the board for me in my current rankings would be Kobe Bryant. He is available. Um, the Chiefs have another selection for the, his current ranking, but if you like a guy, take a guy. I'm not too worried about that. Yep, I'd take him when we, and that's it. Okay. So, so that Kobe gets us Bryant. through the third round. Just about, yes. And the Chiefs are on the, the board here at 111 as well 
there's an offer from the Colts to move up and add it, throw in a sixth next year. I don't see any reason to do that. So we'll make one more selection. Let's run down what we have so far. We have Edge Cameron Thomas, uh, big, physical, um, like classic kind of spags guy. Then we have Boy Mafia. We double dip at Edge, and he is um, plays with good leverage, has the speed, has the length as well, but is definitely a different animal, and you're not getting the same kind of guy, and I think that's important key if the Chiefs were to bring in two edges in this draft. Come back with Chad Moomin, the coverage linebacker out of Wyoming, and Kobe Bryant. The other quote unquote nickel, um, uh, I'm sorry, corner that can go into nickel from Cincinnati. And that leaves us with tight ends here on the board. Um, clearly, backup players that could evolve into receivers eventually. Al Pierce, another Cincinnati player that uh, at the wideout spot that some believe will make a nice transition to the read offense were he able to. Um, very heady player, as we understand. Uh, let's see, we're working down the specialist list here. Uh, one of my sleepers, um, just like Kyle Phillips, he's a nickel oriented guy. He doesn't have to play. He's big enough to go outside, but he's not super huge. I, I think he's going to measure in about right about five ten, maybe, maybe a touch over that. Uh, Khalil Shakir, um, can do a little bit of everything. Um, he's runs a wildcat. He can do the jet sweep stuff behind the line of scrimmage. Very good with the ball in his hand. He's one of my sleeper picks. Um, he would be an option at the wide receiver position. I just don't think it's, I think it's too early for him though. Yeah, you're probably right. Um, just, just a lot here that is up for grabs. Um, uh, Troy Anderson's another coverage linebacker. What do you think of going and adding a tight end weapon? I mean, you could do it. Uh, you know, the bigger question that I'm going to have is where are they going to fit? Because I would imagine that you're going to have, I mean, you could have four tight ends on the roster next year. Um, I don't think that they're going to go away from Fortson after what we saw from him. Uh, and I mm-hmm. don't think they're going to move away from uh, Gray after one year. So Now, John Ridgeway from Arkansas had a nice senior bowl week. Um, he is still on the board. Um, you might be able to go that if you want to go interior defensive line. Pierce would be, I think, the best fit uh, at the wide receiver spot that's available. And I think that's that's not a very far stretch in terms of ranking. You're you're not reaching at that point. Yeah, let's go, Pierce. Okay, we will do that from a winning program. So that's back to back Cincinnati players to kind of wrap up this mock draft. Looks like we're going to get another last second trade offer um, in a you know, counter fourth with a seventh thrown in from. Uh, the Saints would like to require some more. I think we'll pass on that and just say that the Chiefs have done pretty well for themselves in this scenario, in going double dip at the edge position, getting a coverage linebacker and a a corner that I think can be a jack of all trades and can evolve into a partner for Legereus Need, to tell you the truth. So I feel pretty good about the way that that fell. Yeah, and I think that, you know, with another wide receiver, that gives them another weapon. So I think that they're going to be in a better spot. And I do think that wide receiver is going to be a position that they're going to try to look at in free agency. So it makes sense to me to try to find somebody a little bit lower down in the draft. It makes perfect sense to me as well. Let us know what you think. Leave your comments on the YouTube channel. It's the easiest way to make comments specifically about this pick or that pick or whatever you think of this particular show. Make sure you like, sub, and hit the bell over there. We'd love to have an iTunes review if you guys would hit the five stars and let us know what you think of the show or what you'd like to hear from the show. We're going to keep doing this every Monday is live. Not live, but mock draft. 
Monday. Maybe we'll do some of them live. We will see. We're going to keep that going as well. Thank you for spending your day with us today. We'll be back tomorrow with a position review and start breaking that down before free agency. Matt will be back with us for Wednesday, and we're going to keep on rolling. Thank you for spending your time, and we'll talk to you tomorrow.